<laughs> and I had my mouth open. <laughs> I, I tasted shit. Welcome to episode 106 of Comical Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Corbett, and with me is... Miguel Garza. Really living up to your heritage there, huh? That's right. <laughs> How you doing, man? I'm muy machismo today. Okay. And I'm hot as hell. I don't. Well, that's debatable. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, we want to apologize to everybody for not putting out an episode last week. Uh, what ended up happening is the Sunday we were supposed to record, I woke up really sick. And you gave me the hep C. And then three days later, we were going to try to make up for it in the middle of the week, and then you got sick. Then you gave me the hep A. I didn't give you anything. <laughs> <laughs> if you got it, you got it independent of me. Whoa, hold on, hold on, hold on. But anyways, we are sorry we didn't put out an episode, and hopefully this one makes up for that. And to ensure that this episode makes up for that, we have a special guest here. I'm already here. Not, not you. Well, you are, you are special, but you're know, a special guest. Uh, we have the club kid back here himself, Mr. George Tripsis. No, What's man. What's going on, everyone? Not the club kid. That's the scripper. The scripper. The scripper. <laughs> Thank you for having me, guys. You have a new nickname already. Apparently. When are you going to bring the strippers? They were here, but you were late. Uh, yeah. Oh, you got to be called. Oh. If you could get here on time, maybe you get to participate in some of the fun activities. I don't know what fun is with you two. <laughs> so we invited this guy again. He was great last time. It was one of our best episodes. Yeah, it was. I'll give you that much. Okay. But there's got to be an additional issue here. Why is he here? Well, he's here so that he and I can work on our comic book. That's right. Uh, if you don't know, George and I are writing a comic together. We're, we're about three weeks into it, I guess. Uh, yeah. But you're but missing we, we, something. We took about a week off because of the holidays. You're missing something. Why am I not involved? Because you're not funny. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the funniest like person you know. <laughs> am I not funny? Uh, yeah, to an extent. Whoa. Hey. <laughs> nah, you're funny, man. Shut up, Scripper. <laughs> Just, uh, George and I, you know, we had, he had this idea that was really good. I, I liked the basis of it. And then he and I started feeding off each other and talking things out and... Uh, I think we've come up, what we've come up with is really funny and really entertaining, and I'm really excited about it. Yeah, it's going to be like a uh, gothic horror comedy. Or a horror comedy, not a gothic horror. Yeah, it's a horror comedy. Yeah. I can't wait to see this. I've never read a gothic horror comic before. It's definitely different than anything <laughs> that's on the stands, I think. I would say so. You didn't catch what I said. <laughs> I didn't say horror. I said gothic horror. <laughs> Interesting book. It is. We can add, add some of those in there for you. No, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> we'll just have one big breasted one that just gets killed off really just easily. Put, a, put Elvira in there or something. <laughs> Elvira? <laughs> what, I feel like you're going to be typecast. Don't you need some minority influence in this? Well, you said gothic horror. So. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you need some brown in there? Yeah, there will be some sure. diversity. Why are people taking all the brown man's jobs? That's all that's happening here. I see. Always got to be a race with you, bro. Hello? Anyways, let's move on. we got a lot to talk about today, so... What were your top two books this week, Miguel? I'm going to go with Spread Number 12 as my number two book of the week by Justin Jordan, Kyle Strom, and Jen Hickman. I actually have that as my pick of the week. I was confused, but it was messed up. It's the origin of Molly. The like the drugs? No, no, not, not the drugs. Look here, Miley uh, Cyrus. <laughs> the Spread is this infectious parasite that spreads across the land and it's taken over most of the world. If you get touched by it, you get absorbed into it and you basically die. Oh, Scripps usually had this. Um, yeah. And it, it it's kind of like the flood in Halo. Like anything it touches, it merges with and corrupts and turns into the giant monster version. Oh, no shit. So there's little sections of humanity that survived. 
created towns and things like that. But the main story follows this guy, No, who is immune to the spread. And he finds a baby who actually can cure the spread. Like her saliva and tears, if they touch somebody who has the spread, it'll just cause them to explode and like die. Right. So it's pretty cool. And they meet this woman who's a, a whore in this small town. Her name is Molly, and she's all fucked up. She's crazy, batshit insane, really like emaciated and super skinny. But she volunteers to take care of the baby, whose name is Hope. In this story, issue number 12, they explore the origins of Molly. And initially, there was a raiding party that attacked her town, killed everybody. And there was this big fat raider guy that was going to rape her. And one of the women captains stepped in and saved her and took her back to their place and kind of put her in the harem for the leader of the camp. Kind of messed up, man. And for months, she was his main, you know... Say it. Main squeeze. Well, no, I mean, she no. Was, she was his whore. I mean, he, he raped her, he abused her, whatever. Oh, but she was the main one he went after, and she ended up getting pregnant. So she finds out she's pregnant, and she starts realizing there's no kids in the camp. They just don't exist. So she starts asking around what happens to them, and it's not really explicitly said, but it's kind of alluded to that they just get eaten uh, as food. <laughs> Baby back ribs, yo. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. So she doesn't want that to happen to her kid, so she tries to make a run for it, and the same captain that saved her initially stops her, and they have a, a real knockdown drag-out fight in the woods, and she ends up biting off the captain's nose. Oh, shit. Pretty brutal. That was pretty sweet, yeah. I like uh, that. And then the rest of the issue is all about her running and them chasing after her. And but, then? <laughs> well, I don't want to give the whole thing away. Well, that's the, the, the thing that happens at the end is what really drives over the edge, I think. Yeah, it's, it's just a great book. I mean, Spread is a... Such an amazing concept. I love Justin Jordan's writing. The dialogue is excellent. Um, I feel like the last five or six issues have just been kind of okay because they've been exploring kind of the world as it is now without really giving you much perspective on the characters. But now that we're getting these flashbacks and these origin stories and we're finding out more about the people that are involved with No, I'm really enjoying it. And I think this was a great one. Did you read the uh, the writing in the back? Yeah. Uh, Kyle Strom, when he said, you know, I wasn't going to go there. We, let's call it what it is. And fuck it, I just had... <laughs> I was like, whoa! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty powerful. I thought it was great. I thought that was who she was. I just wasn't too sure. I was like, wait a minute, this is the... Oh, you know, it kind of clicked a little bit, and you just confirmed, so that's cool. Yeah. What was your number two? My number two was Superman American Alien number three from Max Landis and Joel Jones. Did you read that one? I don't is think I had that Max one. Max Landis, like John Landis' son? I believe so. I didn't see that. Okay, well, so if you, if you remember... Uh, American Alien is all about the Superman that existed prior to the New 52 being trapped inside of the New 52 universe. And he's been monitoring Clark as he's grown up, and he's been also going out there and fighting supervillains that he knows are going to be created and stopping them before their origin actually occurs. So in this issue, Clark from the New 52 wins a trip to the Bahamas, and his parents are like, you know, make sure you don't expose yourself out there. You know, make sure nobody realizes that you have any kind of powers. So they're flying to the Bahamas, and their plane crashes, and they land in the, in the ocean Figures. next to a giant cruise liner, a yacht, actually. And they get invited on board, and they get up there, and everybody mistakes Clark for a young Bruce Wayne because it's Bruce Wayne's birthday party, and mm. they're celebrating on Bruce Wayne's boat. So at first he's like, I'm not Bruce Wayne, I'm not Bruce Wayne. <laughs> but then some girl at the party takes an interest in him and says, you don't get an opportunity like this every day. These people are all billionaires, millionaires. Why don't you just pretend to be Bruce Wayne for a day? And live it up, because he never comes to his own parties. So he does. You know, he lives it up. Clark Kent pretends to be Bruce Wayne for a day. Nice. It's funny, because you see Bruce in the Batcave monitoring the ship, and he's like, who the fuck is that? (laughs) (laughs) But there's some great moments. I mean, he's having a party, obviously. He's going around drinking, talking to all the people, dancing. Everybody loves him. Everybody thinks he's Bruce Wayne. 
Uh, and he drinks some champagne that somebody offers him, and it makes him really woozy, and like he can't see straight, and he, he thinks something's affected him. And he's like, I need to go to the cabin real quick, and, and I'll be right back. And he goes to the cabin, and Deathstroke's in there waiting for him. And Deathstroke's like, you've messed up, Bruce. That, that champagne you drunk contains a neurotoxin that's going to shut down your body, and then I'm going to kill you. You're worth several million dollars to the person who placed a bounty on your head. And Bruce is like, or, or Clark, rather, is like, yeah. uh, what are you talking about? I'm just a little woozy. And he, like, flicks Deathstroke, and Deathstroke goes flying off the ship, <laughs> like, a thousand miles away. And then he goes to the bathroom and goes back to the girl. <laughs> That's awesome. It's a really funny book and really clever and just really unlike anything I've read in a while. So I, I loved it. I've been loving all the American Alien stories so far. So if you haven't read these, I highly recommend checking them out because they're a lot of fun. Cool. I didn't know Max Landis was writing comics. Yeah. Yeah. He did that American Ultra movie. Yes. I wasn't too impressed with that. I haven't seen it yet. It wasn't that great. Okay. Huh. Well, what about you, George? I know you haven't uh, read as many comics as we have, but have you read anything recently you want to uh, talk about? The most recent thing I read was the uh, Batman Ninja Turtle crossover. That's where I'm at, which is really good, though. I really enjoy it. Yeah, I liked how it, the turtles had the same feel as like the turtles from the live-action movie. Like yeah, the like the one. 1990s yeah. uh, uh, Ninja Turtle movie. Yeah, I like that they ordered a pizza and were just like, down leave, here, leave dude. It on the sewer. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, I, I talked about that uh, on the last episode. Actually, I think the first issue of that was in my top three. Uh, it's really good. I enjoyed it. It's very, it's fun and it's action packed like it should be. The second issue came out this week, and it's kind of funny because the Ninja Turtles are all kind of fanboying out over Batman. Yeah, they're like he's so cool. <laughs> I can see Michelangelo doing that very yeah. easily. Yeah, the only one that doesn't like him, of course, is Raph. Yeah, because of he's course, broody. Well, he stole one of Raph's size too, so Raph's like, "God damn it, I only have one weapon. Fuck that guy." <laughs> <laughs> so angry all the I time. I know, and then of course, uh, Shredder has teamed up with the Penguin. Of course, and the Penguin's expecting to get paid, and, and Shredder's like, "Yeah, I'm not doing. I'm that. not doing that." Yeah. Shoulders <laughs> attack, and they like take out all of Penguin's people. Nice. And Penguin's like begging for his life, and he's like, "I can give you whatever you want. Don't kill me." <laughs> So Shredder's like, yeah, you can still be useful. <laughs> Maybe. The Shredder. It's, it's a lot of fun. I'm really enjoying this crossover. Yeah, I think it's... Uh, also enjoy the Last Ninja Turtle crossover with the Ghostbusters. I actually didn't read that one. You didn't read that one. No. Oh, man, that was good. I like that one a lot. I'll check it out. I like turtles, so... Be hard to come from, you know, out of the 80s and not like the Ninja Turtles. Of course. Right. Or the Ghostbusters. Or the Ghostbusters, exactly. Yeah. Wait for Vanilla Ice to show up. <laughs> I don't think that translates terribly go well ninja, to comic. Ninja, exactly. <laughs> well, cool. What was your number one then, Miguel? I'm going back to a book we haven't talked about in a while. The Walking Dead number 150, Robert Kirkman and Charlie Al- Allard. I can never say his name. Really? On 105? 150. 150. Oh, 150. I thought it was mediocre at best. I thought it was cool. I mean, it was the same kind of stuff that's been happening for the last 20 issues. You know, Rick... Gets jumped by some people in the town uh, because they don't like him. He had been jumped. People have talked to him, but no, these people try to kill him. Well, I'm not talking about this scene in particular. I'm talking about Rick standing up and making another damn speech. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> but the story is that Rick gets jumped because they don't like that he's not taking action against the Whisperers. Mm-hmm. And uh, the first guy that attacks him is planning on killing Rick because his hoodie comes off and Rick sees his face. Mm-hmm. So Rick has to defend himself to the death now and he ends up biting the guy's jugular. That's right. He goes, nom, 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 nom. Ripping it out of his throat. <laughs> and the guy basically went full zombie on him. But that is the second time Rick's done that. Yeah. But, you know, hey, again, you know, you got the one arm. He's yeah. taking on two dudes. You got to do what you can. The second guy is like, I don't want anything to do with this. This was never the plan. second guy tried to take, you he know. He tries to run. He should put a chainsaw on that arm. But he's like, he gets up. Nice. He gets up, <laughs> covered in the guy's blood. 
you know, the, the townspeople find him, whatever. He gathers everybody, makes another stupid speech like, we need to fo- we need to form an army. We, you know, we're not going to take this line down. Everybody thought I wasn't doing anything, but really I was just trying to come up with a good plan. Say, man, don't be shitting on my walking dead. I like the com- <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I like the comics. This was not a bad issue. It was just kind of middle of the pack. I thought it was pretty good. Um, I, I'm surprised it's in your top three. Yeah, no. Because there, there was a lot of better books than this. Well, look, hang on. Look at my list. Okay. <laughs> but I liked it because it was Rick standing up doing another goddamn speech, as you said. But it was more like, we're going to whoop ass. we got to get this army. We need the army. But the, the best part of me was Negan at the end. Yeah, I do like <laughs> Negan. You know, they're like, Rick Grimes, Rick Grimes, Rick Grimes. Yeah. He's becoming Negan, dude. No, he's not becoming Negan. He's going to become Negan. I bet you that's where they go with it from here. I don't think he's becoming Negan. I think he's probably going to release Negan and, and use Negan for help at some point, but he's not going to ever stop being Rick Grimes. I think he's going to change, man. <laughs> he's going to change. Got to change it up, man. It was okay. Uh, like If you like Walking Dead, of course, you'll enjoy it, but it's not the best book this week. I don't, I don't agree with you. Eventually, it's going to get old. Yeah. It has to get old, right? Yeah. That's why I thought he changed a little bit in this one. I stopped reading Walking Dead a long time ago. Loser. Sorry, it, just, it got really repetitive. And I it, just it, there was definitely like a 30-issue stint where it was just the same thing every issue. Can't hit gold every time, brother. Well, you can hit it more than once every 30 issues. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see here. The world and me say you're wrong. Sure. So, you're wrong. I'm definitely in a vocal minority. I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah, that's the only time you'll ever be a minority, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with that, too. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, my number one was... No one cares. <laughs> My number one was Huck number three from Mark Millar and Raphael Albuquerque. Why? Because he's stupid? No. Because he's slow? I read that book. It was good, too, but he really didn't do much either. Same shit he did in book one and two. Huck. We talked about this on the last time you were on. Huck number one. Huck? The big, the big, uh, lumbering. The slow guy that works at the auto auto parts place. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now I remember. Yeah, yeah, okay. He helps people. He finds people. So um, this is a continuation of the last issue. He's going out and he's finding the people on his list. And he does a great job of finding him. He finds a girl that's in a crack house who's about to die, saves her. She should have died. He finds a dog that somehow got himself trapped in, like, a, it looks like a mountain. Circle of life. <laughs> it's like a ravine that he has to pull apart to find the dog. Um, and he rescues all these people, and then his helper person or, the, or assistant or whatever tries to convince him that he needs to go to the governor's ball because the governor wants to thank him personally for helping all these people. He wants to use them as publicity. Uh, basically, he wants Huck's endorsement for his campaign because Huck has become kind of a national superstar. He's using him. Yeah, he's definitely using him. And he's slow, too. So Huck's like, sure, I guess I'll go and do it, whatever. And the whole townspeople that he's used to helping are all like, man, I really hope they don't just use this guy up because he's such a good guy. So Huck goes to the governor's ball, makes his appearances, talks to some people. Some of the conversations he has are really odd and really interesting. Um, The governor is definitely just trying to use him. And he gets bored with it. He's like more interested in helping the cats that are outside of his window, like starving. That's cool. uh, so he orders room service and he takes it all outside and feeds it to the cats. And there's homeless That's guys. What every like, nice person would do. Yeah, there's homeless guys like sitting next to him. They're like, "Could we have some of that? We haven't eaten in like three days." Like, well, you have to fight the cats first. He's like, "You haven't had dinner yet." And he's like, "Here, just take my key. You can go in my room and eat everything that's in the mini bar." <laughs> And then he's like, I'm not staying here. I'm going to go back to my own bed. I have a good bed. So he like leaves the hotel and like hops on a train and goes back. And then uh, the brother that we saw at the end of the first issue catches up to him. Like He appears on the train, too, and the two of them start having a conversation. So uh-huh. it's pretty cool. It's pretty fast-paced. I mean, it's a, it's a quick read. Uh, but the dialogue's really good. I like the story. I'm really enjoying seeing Huck kind of get exposed to the world. Exposed. And I, I want to see what Mark Millar is going to do with this now that the world knows about him. I have a real problem with this book. What's that? I really do. I think it's pretty shitty. (laughs) 
Let me try to say this in a better way. They're making fun of this guy the entire time. Uh, the governor's talking shit about him. It just seems kind of wrong, you know, making fun of someone with special needs. The dude, Hulk may have powers, but he's special needs, man. Well, it, it shows... It just kind of irked me in a, Both in a, sides of it. It yeah. shows the townspeople that care about him and, and treat him like a real person. And then it shows the... Most of them. And then it shows the other people that want to capitalize on his abilities and use him. Which is, is what it would really be like if somebody was in that situation. You could see both sides of it. It's not one-sided. It's not like everybody's making fun of him. I think the reason why I have a problem with this is because I know a bunch of special needs people, and I think this is a bunch so of... So do I. I think it's... Uh, but I, just, I see, just exp- like, it's the same thing as talking about the rape and, and spread. It's a terrible thing that happens to people. And putting it out there and showing people that it happens just improves the social consciousness of it. So people are aware of it. It's the same thing in this. There's a, a mentally challenged guy that half the people really support and love... And the other half of the people just want to use. And you get to see the, the users. You can see what despicable people they are for making fun of him that way. It's both sides of it. Still, it's the same thing over and over again. The same first two books have been the same thing. Except for this time, you see the governor being a dick and using him. No, I mean, it's I, almost I, the same thing. He's saving the same the, people. This is the first time you really saves. see that, though. The second issue didn't really have any Well, no, not him using. I'm just talking about him doing the same things over and over again. Saving, saving this. And that's all he does. I, I think the books are, are quite a bit He different. leaps very far. <laughs> he leaps? Yeah, he doesn't fly. He leaps. <laughs> yeah, he, he it's, runs it's fast. He jumps. Style, bro. Falling in style. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways, I thought it was great. That was my number one. And like I said, my pick of the week was uh, spread number 12. What was your pick of the week? Birthright number 13. Joshua Williamson and Andre Breeson. Now, I almost lost out to... Uh, I, almost, I want to throw this out there just real quick because I kind of liked it. Uh, True Believers, Detective Deadpool number one. Uh, Fabian, I saw that. I was going to pick Fabian that up. and Patrick. I can't think. Of, I can't say their last name. Well, that's not even a new book. All the true believers are are taken from old issues of Deadpool. They're all like one dollar throwbacks to oh, the really? best issues. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, we talked about that on the show before. Well, fuck it then. Uh, <laughs> Agents of Shield number one, and is the other one I wanted to talk about. Is that a repeat? No, that was new. That was pretty good. I liked it. Mark Guggenheim and German Peralta. But anyway, going back to my pick of the week was Birthright number 13. Pretty cool. You see Mikey and you see his brother again fighting the, the, the mage, and the mage is kicking the guy's ass, man. And you can see, like, he sees shit. So he can see the demon coming out of Mikey, and then you can see the... I really like Andre Bresson's art style because you can see the little hive mind things, like, sticking out of their bodies. Mm-hmm. They can't see him. So did the thing possess the younger brother, the good thing? I, that happened during the battle with the, uh, the fire, the moss man, right? right. Yeah. yeah, it seems like the good spirit's attached to the younger brother now. And when the wizard saw that, he was like, okay, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, because he could still take the older brother and kill him. He could have. But when, when uh, Mikey's little brother interfered, it stopped that from occurring. So he thinks maybe Mikey's little brother's going to help him? Well, probably the only one because everybody says you can't help him. It's I kinda, too late. I, I kind of think where the story's going is that Mikey was never the chosen one. Mikey's brother was the chosen one, and the wrong brother got taken. Oh, I, that's that's personally what I think is, is going to happen in the story. So I could be wrong. So in the end, it's going to be brother versus brother, probably. But the little brother, thematically, that makes sense. So the little brother's going to have to go to. They're going to have to the take little, him to the. They're to both the, going to have to go back to Terranos or whatever. Yeah, because well, Mikey needs to stay in Earth so the other guy can grow up because he's too small. <laughs> he got no chance in hell. The oh. trade for Volume 2 hasn't come out yet, right? What issue was that? Uh, it was issue 13. It might be out. I need to check that out, because I, I, I've just finished... Well, I didn't just, but I mean, the last thing I read was uh, Trade of Volume 1, and I really enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, I, I, like, I, I love Josh Williamson's writing. I mean, it's really good, because Mikey thinks he's really a good guy. Yeah. And he's not. He's possessed by the bad dude. And well, the, And the bad dude's talking shit to him the whole time. You weak, you suck, you're going to get beat by this guy? <laughs> I think he is a good guy. I think he's... Just he's got this thing lashed onto his spirit that's trying to corrupt him, and he's fighting against it the whole time. Like he made some kind of deal he had to make in order to be able to come back and, and do this. But 
I, I really do think that his brother's going to end up being the chosen one. I want to see more of what happened to him on Terranos. You know, I want to see because you see him on the ground. You know, like where he lost. I want to see what the hell happened. Well, it's a big story. There's a lot of moving pieces, and and they're going to do more flashbacks. I'm sure more sidesteps or whatever to Terranos. Um, it's just there's so many characters and so much history you have to look at. It's it's a lot to fit in, and I think Josh has been doing a pretty good job of putting it all in the issues. And and his wife's out there. Is ba- isn't on Earth too with the baby? Yeah, and what she saw, and then you see like what what is going yeah, on? Gotta, so there's, there's a lot more people from Terranos on Earth than you think there are. Yeah, we're discovering that. It's, it's really good. She goes by. I'm it, excited. It's really good. I'm excited to read it. I thought that was great. I, it was not quite good enough to be in my top three, but I did like it a lot. I liked it. it was you know like I said he Josh Williamson you know he, I get him it, his, his books I love his books just like Colin Bunn. So. Me too. Cool. You got anything else you want to talk about? Uh, not off the top of my head right now. Okay. Well then we'll move on. Uh, if you enjoy the show and you want to support us, there are a couple ways you can do that. Number one is by going to our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash comical podcast, where you can choose to contribute anywhere from a dollar to any amount you want on a per month basis. Uh, and we do some pretty cool rewards up there for people that do contribute. Uh, first of all, you'll get a personalized uh, voicemail from Merman <laughs> if you contribute $4 or more. If you go higher than that, you'll get a uh, thank you card personalized by all of us. And even higher than that, you get added to Miguel's Christmas card list. Huh? <laughs> Lord Horstocles' Christmas card list. Yes, it'll be me without a shirt inside. That's the plan for this year. No, what? No, shirtless? <laughs> oh my god! Than a beer. <laughs> Merry Christmas, bitches! <laughs> right in front of a fireplace. I thought it was gonna be sleaze. Oh uh, yeah, it could be sleaze. If, if we get enough money to uh, do some of the side projects we want to do, like producing the Horse Minions comic into a physical book, or else uh, building the Horse to Sleaze outfit we've talked about. Uh, that would be swell. So we're trying to get the money to that. make that happen. As long as he doesn't break out the unitard. It has if to be. I have unitard. to stand out of you. I'm going to punch you. <laughs> well, that's going to be underneath the suit. So you can like break it off whenever you want. Oh, hell no. <laughs> there will be you no make, wearing. You make a, your pose. There'll be no wearing. <laughs> you only do it when Sean's around. <laughs> oh, It's, it's going to be so unesthetic and pleasing in the groin area, too. It's just going to look like a f- bad a sack fruit. <laughs> I'm looking at my junk. That's what it kind of looks like in the, in the drawing. Yeah. <laughs> the hell is wrong with the scripper? Hey, he can teach me some tricks. He's a scripper. Oh, there you go. He knows all about the fruit. Nice. Oh. <laughs> I guess so. Woo. So again, if, if you want to support us, it's patreon.com slash comical podcast. And alternatively, we do have merchandise up for sale at our Cafe Press site, which is cafepress.com slash comical podcast. Uh, we've talked about some new designs and stuff. I still have not had a time to finish those and get them uploaded, but uh, they are coming soon, so just keep an eye out. Unitard, coming soon! <laughs> oh, we could do that. How many people would buy that? <laughs> a lot of people. I, I go, I'd buy one for you. I, oh, you sick bastard. <laughs> I could already see a couple of people, and I'm going to call them out. I could see Bill Pop Mojo wearing it, <laughs> Sean, and Seal. There you go. Really? I, I don't want to see any of those. Yeah, like, me neither. <laughs> Maybe we get the tortilla chip to wear it. No, that wouldn't work out right. <laughs> Because it's not the right kind of way. <laughs> no. <laughs> you have to leave that in there. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I guess uh, we'll move on to our next segment, which is all about Secret Wars. Secret Wars. Really? Because Secret Wars just ended. Thank God. How did you feel about the ending? It was a piece of shit. You didn't like it? They copped out. It was. It didn't. Oh, I got the infinity gun. Oh, Reed Richards. I can stop the guy and <laughs> I'll get my hamburger. It didn't end exactly the way I thought it was going to. Uh, Black Panther stood toe-to-toe with Dr. Doom, the Infinity Gauntlet versus Doom's God powers. White versus black guy. Uh, that's what it was. It really was. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure it was. it was a racial thing. <laughs> Seriously? It's black and white. Why do you make everything a racial thing? It was. Uh, but anyways, fantastic. it was a Fantastic Four story. 
Yeah. It was all about reuniting the Fantastic Four and kind of settling things with Reed and Sue and leaving them in a place where they don't really have to be a part of the universe anymore. Oh, they can create things and... Yeah, they, they kind of made Reed the builder of, of universes and let Human Torch and uh, Thing exist in the real universe to do their own thing now. Seriously? I mean, it was, a, it was a better way to end Fantastic Four than the way they tried to end it in the actual series. Uh, you got to agree with that, but I, I didn't love it. I no, really didn't. I didn't either. I think Secret War started really strong and then just kind of fell flat at the end. Huh. That's what a lot of these miniseries are doing. They start off strong and yeah. they just shit the can. But it also, like, weren't there comics, like, telling you how Secret Wars ended before it ended? Well, all the all-new comics came out before, like, two months before Secret Wars ended. And they did get some kind of idea that the universe after Secret Wars was not really changed that much. Mm. But they didn't explicitly say what the fight was or how it went down. I don't think anybody even really knows. I think things just sort of went white and then were, everybody was back in the real world because Reed, I mean, Reed and Doom had their own struggle inside of the Molecule Man's thing. and They pulled a it. loss is what they did. Yeah. Just another shitty way to stick you to buy 8,000 freaking damn books that don't mean a damn thing anymore. And so there you go. Take this up the ass. And then reboot the series. Exactly. So sick and tired of this shit. I really am. If the book went in at halfway decent with like all battle out badass i'm kicking your ass cutting you pieces and killing you type thing then hell yeah i just wish it had more of a lasting impact really the only thing that changed is that spider gwen and miles morales are now in the main world (laughs) and uh, you know what you go back and be like that was the whole thing yeah that was the whole point yeah exactly little finger made it all happen (laughs) (laughs) is that we're gonna call jonathan hickman from now on little finger (laughs) finger. (laughs) is that a game of thrones reference Uh (laughs) that was a game of thrones reference uh at least Panther looked kind of cool wearing the gauntlet. Sure. I mean, the art was amazing. Nisadarivik always does just a, a fantastic job. I love his art style. Um, it's it's really like beautiful painting kind of stuff. Not your usual Marvel style at all. Uh, Hickman's a great writer, too. I mean, the dialogue was good. It, the story just, I don't know. Like I, I've never been able to care about the Fantastic Four. Never. They're like my least favorite of all the Marvel properties. And... I just I don't get the appeal of that that particular family or that particular aspect. The cartoon of show was pretty boss though. I never saw it. You never watched the cartoon? It no. Was good. If no. I had watched the cartoon, maybe my opinion would be different. But I agree with you. Who gives a crap about Stretch Armstrong and freaking Invisible Woman and and a rock guy and a flame on her? <laughs> no one cares. Honor. It Johnny Storm is the best thing of that whole group. Uh, ben Grimm too. And I get the thing. The thing and 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 fire. You know. <laughs> ah, now you got me speaking in tongues here. <laughs> <laughs> human torch yeah the human torch and thing are the best things out of the two you know group should be the fantastic two and the other two suck yeah but mr fantastic can stretch anything he gets no play he's with one woman that's because he's a bitch uh-huh she won't even sleep with him no she's always fighting him with stuff she's always hiding. i mean the most interesting thing about the fantastic four are the kids the future foundation that's the only thing that's like even mildly interesting about the fantastic four is how did that even happen if Frank- she won't even go- <laughs> franklin richards and uh valeria like they're both incredibly powerful and i don't need another fantastic four i don't need the fantastic four kids no that's well, it's the future foundation it's, in it's the, all shit. the kids that are, are prepping for the future of humanity oh. and stuff that stuff is interesting but that's been around for a long time that's not even i like to have a battle world where they're on and they get wiped out that would make me happy <laughs> in the fantastic four crap enough's enough well they're, they're done Done. Now the thing's a guardian. Guardian of the galaxy. Yeah, the things join the Guardians of the Galaxy. Wow. And yeah. uh, the Human Torch is now with the Inhumans. Makes sense. And and Frank and, and Sue are off in La La Land creating universes, having <laughs> sex. Nice. 
<laughs> Ugh, having their story. utopia is what they're having. Kind of. Yeah. Reed likes it. I don't know how long Sue will put up with it. She'll just go invisible. <laughs> and do what? <laughs> <laughs> Disappear. She's like in a white room where there's nothing. <laughs> oh, wow. she get really lost. Yeah. Uh, so moving on, I just wanted to touch on that real quick. I, I was kind of disappointed with the ending of Secret Wars. That was a really bad touch. Um, I'm not excited. But here's the upside to that. What? No more Fantastic Four. That was already a thing. The Fantastic Four ended like a year ago. Yeah, it's never going to happen again, though. That's kind of that's yes, good. Bullshit! It'll come up again. Yeah. You think some some stupid shit will happen? The reality is cracked again, and three, Thanos comes three through. Crossovers from now, somehow the Fantastic Four are going to get reunited and decide to become a family again. Thanos right. will come through on I his think chair. It's like public, like public knowledge, and like nobody likes Fantastic Four. There's there's a lot of people that love Fantastic Four. It's some people's favorite team. Really? Some people love the Fantastic Four, like diehard fans. Uh, I don't I don't see it. I've never enjoyed them that much. Um, never cared enough. Yeah, I imagine that when the movie rights revert back to Marvel, Marvel will find a way to reunite them and bring them back. Well, let's move on to something more entertaining then. Okay. It's time for tell me a funny story. Who's up? You. You're always first. Damn it. All right, well, I got two stories for you. Okay. Two stories. Two stories. Not really funny. They both, they're animal stories. That kind of defeats the purpose of this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to match up to your story, Stripper, because oh, I know you got you probably got a good one. So let me just go ahead and get my lame-ass stories out the way. So I'm sitting down there laying on the couch playing my game. Not today, a couple of days ago. And then, you know, my dog, the blind dog, is in the living room with me all the time. Goes to the door. Kind of lets you know he has to go. All right, so I took him out. Come back in. All right. Stands by the door. He's like, what the hell do you want? Stop your damn whining. Why are you whining? I just took you out. You just took care of your business. So I continue playing my game. I ignore him. So he walks by me, and he walks back to the door. I look at him. I was like, Bones, sit down. So he comes by me again, and he goes back to the door, looks at me, and I'm like, you fucking asshole. He crop dust me. <laughs> and I had my mouth open. <laughs> I, I tasted shit. <laughs> Dog shit. He, yeah, he crop dusted my ass. You piece of... And, and I swear to God, if he could smile, he was smiling at me. <laughs> like that dog in the air, like, tease, when he smiles. Yeah. No, seriously, he, he had a grin on his face. It's like, oh my God. Took him out, he took his shit. Anyway, so he, the dog... He, he must listen to the podcast, because he was like, he does, my master does this to people at Walmart all the time. I, I know, right? Gotta get him back. <laughs> I, ne, do never get crop dusted by a dog. It's, oh, it comes full circle for you, I guess. Oh, now. good Lord, dude. Seriously, it is bad. <laughs> oh, the... Mem- the <laughs> <laughs> What's the word here? The uh, the moral of the story with dog crop dusting: never feed him burritos for breakfast. <laughs> I gave him some. My, I gave him some of my breakfast burritos from McDonald's. That was the that problem. That is part of the problem. Problem. <laughs> <laughs> he let me have it. It's like, don't ever bring McDonald's again. So that was his way of saying thanks. Nice. Oh God! <laughs> don't ever thank me again. Story two involves cats. You have so, cats too. Mm-hmm, I have two cats: a black one and an orange one. The orange one's lovable. The black one's sinister. So I go to the bathroom. It's a race thing. It must be. Wow. <laughs> wow. So, <laughs> so I went to the bathroom and they're taking care of doing number two, showing who number two works for. And so the door's not shut because, you know, it doesn't shut right. Well, the orange cat comes by and pushes the door open because she wants to come in there and just run around your legs while you're on the can. And she opens the door and the door opens up wide and there's the black cat just sitting in the hallway looking at me, just judging, staring at me. Just judging you. I'm like, Gwen, what the hell? So I'm like, why is the cat just sitting there looking at me? I'm seriously, the entire time I'm, I'm copping a squat, just looking at me. Doesn't blink, nothing. I'm like, 
it was hard. <laughs> I couldn't finish my business. Like, <laughs> stop looking at me. <laughs> it was judging you, is what it was yeah. doing. So I try to push the door. She knows. <laughs> <laughs> it isn't she. <laughs> so I'm like, good lord. She's like, you know that shit stinks, right? Yeah. So I can't even. I'm not even going to try to wipe because she's looking at me. Seriously, I'm like. So you didn't wipe? No, I, I was able to push the door closed, oh. and I threw the other cat out. It smells worse than the dog. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I walk. You know, I take care of my business. Wipe, wash my hands, open the door, and she's not there. I'm like, okay, cool. I walk around the corner. She's standing right there. Like, holy shit! I think I jumped from here to where you're at because I wasn't expecting to see her there in the corner. She just stood there, like, and like kind of pawed me with her paw. Uh, she's totally plotting. Dude, it. I was like, "What the fuck was that?" She wanted food because then she ran back to the thing and kind of looked, kind of looked at me, then looked in the room, then looked at me, looked in the room, like, "What the frick is going on?" I will open the door. There was no food in the damn cat bowl. That's what it was. <laughs> so she stares at you while you're crapping. She grazed my leg as I walked by her, scared the shit out of me because I had shorts on. I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> What'd you think it was if it wasn't the cat? I don't know. I thought it was a damn spider, probably. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I would... one, of the, one of the kids just laying in the hallway like, <laughs> Father, help me. I mean, seriously, it was like like a nail, too. She used nail, too. So it was kind of like creepy, man. It was one of the creepiest things I've ever seen or ever do to me. And I seriously, I did jump. Maybe Until you go you. to bed tonight. She nice. Said, like sit on your face or something. Oh, no. She gets locked in the other room. <laughs> <laughs> seriously. I'm like, what the frick is going on? Like, Jesus Christ. So the cat scares the shit out of me, looks at me while I'm shitting, and the dog crop dusts me. What's next? Heather, Heather and I were sitting on the couch the other day playing Halo, and uh, the boy, we had, we had the door to the bedroom closed. Uh, our couch kind of faces the door to the bedroom. Mm-hmm. So he goes over and he starts scratching at the door, and he's like turning around looking at us and meowing. And we're, you know, not going to get up and let him in the bedroom. There's no reason to let him in there. The food and the litter box and everything's out here. So uh, we keep playing Halo, whatever. We're not really paying attention. And then all of a sudden, he reaches up and starts fumbling with the door handle. And I've told you before, he's smart enough to know how it works. He just can't usually get a good enough grip. Well, he got the grip this time and opened the door. So we hear, and then, and the door opens. And he walks through, and then he turns around and closes the door. <laughs> He's like, fuck you guys, I'm going in here. <laughs> That's awesome. It was pretty funny. <laughs> Man, I don't know if I have any good animal stories. Oh. Man. Well, actually. A nice animal scripper story. Go ahead. Uh, so, it doesn't have to be animal related. Oh, it's, I mean, I'll, I'll try to keep it related. No, no, no. Go ahead. We heard you had a great story for us. I, I You did? Yeah, Justin so, said you had a great one. I did. I, I don't. Oh. <laughs> uh,. So uh, I have I have an animal story. I'll tell you an animal story, and then I'll tell you the story I was gonna tell. Okay, is, is okay, that okay, sure. Uh, so uh, I was in Greece with my uh, grandfather and my dad, and he had this really mean asshole dog. And uh, every time I was around, he would just growl at me, and I'm like, "Get the fuck out of my way!" He'll, like I'll kind of like shush him with my feet, and he just never liked me. And then uh, I guess I was a really mean asshole kid to that dog i guess and like one day i was just like chunking like little dirt rocks because they they live on like if you know greece terrain and shit like that it's all dry and dirt and shit see here's the reason why i'm not going to greece <laughs> mean to dogs and dirt and shit <laughs> and uh they had like this area where it was just like full of like uh like these really like spiky plants rocks and dirt next to my grandpa's house and one day i just like i was like being really assholes because it kept on barking and growling at me. So I was like throwing little like dirt rocks and it'll explode right next to the dog. And I guess the dog was like sneaking around one day and I didn't notice. 
and he just started chasing me and like barking like nipping at my heels and i was freaking out and i thought he was gonna like bite my ass or something so i started running in these fields where all these little like like chiggers kind of deal you know like those thorn bushes mm-hmm. and stuff we're at yeah and his sandals fly everywhere i'm crying bloody murder asking for my father to help me and the dog's just chasing me and Kind of sad and depressing now when you think about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you get. <laughs> That's probably like my funny but sad story of animal story there. He just wanted to crop dust you. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, another story, this one does also take place in Greece. Um, this is about the exorcist. Have I ever told y'all my exorcist story? Hmm. No. Uh, so I like movies a lot. I especially love horror movies. And... Uh, it's just this one time uh, in Greece, they show American movies there uh, late at night, and it's not censored or anything like that. And um, I was watching it, and uh, it was, you know, they're having the whole, you know, that she was levitating the bed and all that shit yeah. in the movie. And uh, I fell asleep, and I woke up, and I was like, oh, I should go to bed. And we, the house in Greece is like a two-story house. And you go up the stairs, like a spiral staircase, and there's plates on the wall and shit. And I lay down in bed. And I fall asleep. In the middle of the night, the bed starts rumbling. I'm freaking the fuck out. I'm like, what's going on? And then the bed starts getting more violent and shaking. And I'm freaking the fuck out, right? I jump out of the bed and I start running down the stairs. And as I'm running down the stairs, plates are falling off the walls and shit. And I'm like, holy shit, I'm going to get possessed. The devil is coming. I was freaking out. And sure enough, it was an earthquake. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were going to say it was your dad, like, oh, that'd underneath been great. the bed, like, Dude, shaking his oh, shit. Man. That's was, the kind of stuff my dad would It was your dad. <laughs> it was my dad. It was your dad. <laughs> so great if my dad was smart enough to pull that off. Oh, that's the kind of stuff my dad would have done. <laughs> <laughs> I laid on the floor so, yeah, and nobody I, after helped After then, me. I was like, fuck that movie. Oh, I'm no, never no, watching no. that movie again. <laughs> oh, you never, you never seen it since? Oh, I've, I, mean, I don't know. I'm pretty sure I've seen clips, but I, don't, I, don't, I haven't seen it all the way through. It was traumatizing, man. I'm sure. Woke up and I was thinking I was going to get possessed. <laughs> That's great stuff, man. It is. <laughs> he shit himself. You know he did. I probably did. <laughs> I just don't remember it that way. <laughs> and it always re- matters how you remember the story. That's true. It's definitely true. Yeah. <laughs> hey, my father likes watching horror stories too. Yeah. His age right now. He was sitting at the house one o'clock in the morning watching whatever the hell's on TV. Usually he's watching Skinamax. But uh, nice. you know, <laughs> but he was watching. You know, he likes to watch horror stories. And it starts creeping him out. All of a sudden, he says he starts feeling like the couch going down, like somebody sitting next to him. He's like, fuck that. He changes to some sports. <laughs> I, always, I, always I was hoping the story would have gone like he got so scared he shat himself. This is where I was hoping the story No, no, no. That would be me. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was uh, my story I was going to tell. That's pretty funny. I've never been through an earthquake. You, that one was probably the worst one I've ever been through. Uh, I've been through another one uh, prior to that. And I was going to the restroom when it happened, and I was just taking a piss, but I just woken up from a nap. Pissed on the wall! So I'm like, I'm like swaying in the bathroom while I'm pissing, and I come outside of the house, and like shit's just broken, and concrete's cracked everywhere. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? And my dad just comes running out of nowhere. He's like, are you okay? I'm like, I'm fine. I just I went to the restroom. He was like, it was a fucking earthquake. I was like, oh, that's what that was. <laughs> nice! <laughs> You're like sitting on the toilet, like, oh, there's a rumbly in my tumbling. <laughs> nice. Nice, Pooh Bear. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I've never been through an earthquake. I've been through a lot of tornadoes and stuff like that. but That yeah, fits the area. Yeah. Been through a couple of hurricanes. Yeah. Yeah. Too many. 
Mm-hmm. Hopefully none anytime soon. <laughs> well, it is El Nino. Yeah. Fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You racist bastards. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on. Next year is going to be the Whitey. Yeah. El Whitey? <laughs> no. There's no L. <laughs> it's going to be the Whitey. Oh, okay. Whitey. You know. <laughs> Can we just call it the boy? The boy. The boy. <laughs> or the girl. Yeah, I have no idea what the hell y'all calling that crap for. I don't. Who named that? I don't know. You know, Metalocalypse gets it right. You know, <laughs> what do you do here? We name the hurricanes. Ooh, I want to name the hurricane. What did they name it? In the what show? should we I call forgot. it? Scrambles. Scrambles the Death Dealer. That's like <laughs> something like that. Yeah. <laughs> like if I was gonna have hurricanes, I'd name them shit like that, and I like Hurricane Bill. Yeah. Like, <laughs> hurricane Abomination. <laughs> I think uh, the the way they name it, it has something to do with like. The category it is, they use the first letter of the mm-hmm. category, and then they just give it a name off of it. I know there's a scientific reason for yeah, it. Yeah, something just, like that. It's not as cool as it could no. be. No. Hurricane Katrina doesn't sound as cool as Hurricane Fuck. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Hurricane Fuck you, Louisiana. <laughs> Damn. That's basically what it was. <laughs> Next. <Yeah. laughs> All right, so on to comics, movie, and TV news. Uh, what do you want to talk about first? Scrippers. All right, what do you want to talk about first? <laughs> well, strippers are not on the list? No. no. Oh, okay. Let's start off with comics. Comics. It's the one that has the least. Uh, okay, so free comic book day this year is May 7th, and Marvel's going to be releasing their preview book, which is going to include information about Civil War II, and it's going to introduce the all-new Wasp. Wasp. So look forward to free comic book day every year. Yay. Good When's stuff. free comic book day again? May 7th. May 7th. So <laughs> mark that on your calendars, kids. Um uh, April. I always have a good time on the free comic book day. Yeah, me too. Uh, April, DC is going to be doing their variant month covers like they have been for quite a while. This time, it's going to be John Romita Jr. month. So he's going to be doing the covers for everything. Um, they have the first five of them up on the website, and they look fucking awesome. What do they look like? Um, you just have to go look for yourself. Each one's different. Oh, are they like a certain like type of uh, it, he, he did all, He did all of them. So is there the, a theme There's not him, a theme or? other okay. than the fact that he's the artist. Oh, okay. But they all look beautiful because he's, he's incredible. Right. So... They all have muscles. I liked it when uh, they did when they did the uh, Run the Jewels variant cover for Marvel. Yeah, I was a total like freak out over that. <laughs> I'm a big uh, Run the Jewels fan though, so okay. He did the same thing when Harley Month was going on. Picked up most of those. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Also in April, uh, the next Star Wars title is going to come out from Marvel. Good lord, man! It's going to be Star Wars Poe Dameron from Charles Soule and Phil Noto. I just too many Star Wars comics out. I got right? to cancel my some of my subscriptions to those. They're all so good, though. I know, but I just can't. There's so many coming out. I can't keep up. The only one I really want to read is the, uh, is it the Han and Chewie story I think they're doing? Or something like that. I haven't even heard about that one. There's Chewbacca. There's Lando. There's Shadow Empire. There's... I mean, I think it's just Chewbacca then. There's Darth Vader. Yeah, they did a Chewbacca miniseries. It was kind of lighthearted and fun. Mm. Not, it, it wasn't the best, but it wasn't the worst by any chance either. Yeah, I, I got too many Star Wars comics. I got like a stack of Star Wars comics. I have not even tore through yet. Yeah. Vader's Star Wars. And I like Shattered Vader Empire a lot. Vader's fun. Yeah, Vader's great. And so is the main Star Wars title. Lando's really good, too. Um, Old smoothie. Chewie's okay. Uh, Leia's kind of weak. but uh, You don't like Shattered Empire? I didn't really like it. That I bought that. I haven't I like read it. it yet. I liked it. I, I, I feel like the first two issues were just kind of eh. And then the last two issues were pretty good, so it's well. Kinda... Like for me, it was like like I told you before, it just bridged things for me. It was yeah. Cool. Well, that's what it's supposed to do. It's I just... a prequel to the movie, right? Yeah, yeah. it is. I just feel like. Did they explain who that old dude was in the beginning of the movie? Not yet. It, it didn't hit the ground running for me. I feel like it it kind of stalled right at the beginning and then caught up two issues in. So that's why I didn't love it as much as some people did. But it wasn't bad. 
Yeah, but Vader's the best. Vader's hands down the best. <laughs> That's it for comics. Uh, what do you want to go on to next? Uh, movies TV! Or TV. TV. All right. A lot of casting news this week. Son of a... <laughs> Jewel State has been cast as a tech genius named Rachel Turner in the Legends of Tomorrow TV series. If you don't Are know, you excited for that? For Legends of Tomorrow? Yeah. I get more and more excited as time goes by, and I keep seeing more things about it. Right. Um, initially, I wasn't too... You weren't on board at first? ...enthusiastic about it, because... It just looked kind of hokey at first, but the more stuff that's come out, I think they're going to do a really good job with it. So. He's hating on Hot Girl. I just I don't really like Hot Girl. Yeah, nice. I don't like her either. <laughs> I don't think she's the right casting choice. I don't either. I, th- I think she's the one major weak link in the team. Totally. Um, but you know, t- I can be proven. It's wrong. not because she's brown. I promise you. Picking out the minority, you bastards. It's just not a good actress. <laughs> I'm sure. Sure, I'm pretty sure there's better brown actresses out there. Not going to play that role. Not cheap ones. <laughs> oh, cheap ones. There you go. Yeah, it has nothing to do. Give with her some time. She might. Maybe she might come into her. Yeah, Who I mean, she, she could prove us wrong. Yeah, but like Stephen Amell proved me wrong with Arrow. Mm-hmm. First beginning of Arrow, I was like, man, this is bullshit. And then I was like, oh man, I kept up with it. It's like, damn, he's pretty good and good looking too. You failed this. <laughs> I, do, I do really like Jewel State, so I think it's kind of cool she's joining the team. Though. Cool. And who is she um, from? Where? Uh, she was Kaylee on Firefly. Oh, okay. Uh, let's see. Aaron Douglas from Battlestar Galactica has been cast as the turtle on Flash. He was at one of the cons we went to. I think so. Yeah, he was um, the metal guy yeah. that Carrie talked to. Yeah. I remember that. We didn't get to talk to him, but kind of cool. Flash. Could have. <laughs> when I saw him, I was like, man, you look nothing like any of your promotional material putting out there. Because he's like way fatter. Than- way fatter and older yeah. than any of those promotional photos he's putting of himself That's probably out why he's getting cast as the turtle. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Fat jokes. Just saying. Uh, Hope Lorin has been cast as Bizarro's Supergirl on Supergirl. Uh, they confirmed that the Bizarro they talked about before is actually going to be Bizarro Supergirl, so it won't be the original. Interesting. So Bizarro already exists in her, in this yes. universe of TV. Yep. Jesus, i got to catch up on this show. Yeah, you really do. It's been a lot better than I expected it to be. I have not watched a single episode. I have, I've only seen the first one. <laughs> I'm behind. Laura Vandervoort, ah. who, who played uh, Supergirl in Smallville, uh-huh. which I know you watched, uh, she's been cast as Indigo, which is like a living supercomputer who has ties to Brainiac uh-huh. on Supergirl show. Sweet. So it's kind of a nice little nod to the past. Uh-huh. Um, Jonah Hex has been confirmed to appear in an episode of Legends of Tomorrow. Huh. Which should be cool. I like Jonah Hex. Yeah. So that'll be fun. I wonder if he's going to have like the mystical powers like he's supposed to have in the comics. I'm sure he will. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of magic and mysticism in Who's playing Hex? Tomorrow. They haven't said yet, but there's a lot of people that would be good in that role. Did they do a movie about him already? They, yeah. Uh, yeah. With yeah, that uh, was, Megan Fox. And uh, but who was Josh it? Brolin. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It was okay. It wasn't the best. Nah. Okay is giving it a stretch. Yeah. Yeah, actually it is. <laughs> <laughs> it, really, it wasn't very good when I think about it. Um, let's see. Daredevil Season 2 trailer was released. Yeah, and the March 18th release date is confirmed. That was the 25th. Nope, it's 18th. Oh, they bumped it up. They mm-hmm. said, "Fuck Batman and Superman." Yep. Uh, Netflix and Marvel are already considering doing a Punisher spinoff series based on Barenthal's performance. Yeah. So I'm just as excited for that. You know, I'm not a fan of John Barenthal, but like we said about Hot Girl, maybe he'll prove me wrong. Yeah. Maybe. They're talking about doing a thing. Maybe he did pretty well. That's that's what I'm saying. I mean, maybe he'll prove me wrong. I've hated him in literally everything I've seen him in. Maybe this is maybe uh, this is it. Maybe this is Although maybe he one was time good in like Sicario. Him. Have you seen that yet? I haven't seen that yet. He's in that movie. I didn't know it when he showed up. He plays a bitch very well. Nice. Yeah. I imagine that's true. <laughs> I liked his bit part in the Pacific. I thought he did well there. The Pacific? He was Manny. He was Manny. He was John Bassalone's. The TV good. show The Pacific? 
The no the yeah the war movie yeah 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 he was uh, John Bassalone's buddy who gets killed. I don't even remember him in that. Yeah. Wow. I guess all I can think of is with uh, that Fury movie. Oh, he was, yeah, I liked him in Fury as well. He was an asshole in Fury. Best job I ever had. <laughs> all I know is that he was the worst representation of Shane that ever could have been. <laughs> yeah. It also went on two seasons longer. Way too long. They should have killed him in like three ish three episodes. Maybe I wouldn't hate him so much if I'd only seen him for three episodes. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Fuck your wife, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> Did it again. <laughs> uh, Heroes Reborn has been canceled. Thank God. <laughs> well, it, it was originally a miniseries. Yeah. I mean, it's just that they were hoping that the miniseries would get, generate enough interest to make more shows. So they were going to like stop after this miniseries anyway. I'm not defending the show because the show is horrible in, in all means. But to their extent, it was a miniseries. Did you watch it? Yeah. You gave it to me. I was not impressed. It's I was waiting for Ali Larder to show up and kill it. It's bad. It's just <laughs> so bad. There was a lot of potential, just like there was in the original Heroes. Right. And they just squandered it again. I don't, I don't understand why the people that are behind the show, Tim Kring in particular, I don't know why he can't get his act together and make a halfway he decent show. He's not a good storyteller. It's the the first season of Heroes was really good. Yeah, it was a great setup, but no payoff. Yeah. I mean, I understand the writer strike happened, which kind of put the death nail in the coffin, but like, I, I guess more of that was on him than we realized. I mean, basically, he wanted to tell a real-life version of X-Men, which yeah. made sense. However, uh, it, it's just it fell flat with its conclusion. Yeah. Big and time. this, with the Reborn, it fell flat right out the gate. It sucks. Especially it when it came out with the Asian one, and they had to go into a video game, and I was like, yeah. this is what they think is cool? Yeah, I thought, like, what? They were trying to get the millennials. Yeah, and like, did millennials think that was cool? I don't know anybody that did. (laughs) Yeah, like, that was just bad. Yeah. Oh, Oh, well. well. (laughs) They they tried. Can't can't fault them for trying. Um, So next, remember we talked about the Legion TV series, the uh, X-Men Legion? Yes. Um, It's going to be scheduled for a 2016 release date. They haven't said when yet, but sometime this year. Nice. That's pretty cool. Yeah. A live action show? Live action show on FX. Uh, it's going to be an alternate reality version of the X-Men um, based on Legion, who's Xavier's son. Nice. It's not going to have any kind of crossover connection to the X-Men movies or any of the established X-Men content, but I still think it's going to be pretty cool. Did the uh, Teen Titans show get canceled? Yes. Damn. Unfortunately. That could have been cool. I wonder what TAT said. Like, nah, you know what? Fuck that. We already got the cartoon. We don't need to. Yeah. yeah. I wonder why they did that, though. Because that would have been really cool to see. It could have been. Or it could have been. It could have been really bad. Because if it's in the wrong hands, it could have been really Birds bad. of Prey. Yeah. <laughs> could have been. Oh, man. But, I mean, I don't know. I really enjoy the Teen Titans storyline. I do, too. But, I mean, at least we have the cartoon. It's true. The cartoon's great. I haven't seen the cartoon in years. Not Teen Titans Go, mind you. I'm talking about the, <laughs> the older one. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. 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 And then the very last piece of news is that uh, DC is doing a TV special called Dawn of the Justice League, all about the upcoming DC movies and TV series. Okay. Uh, it's being hosted by Kevin Smith and Jeff Johns. So it's own. about the animated movies that they're going to release? The animated movies, the live action movies, is talking about who they've cast and why they picked them uh, for Superman and Batman. So it's like an hour special on CW or something? Yes, it's going to be an hour long special on the CW, Tuesday, January 19th at 9.30 Eastern Time. I'm a watch. Can't wait watch to, it too. I love DC kicks ass on anime animated movies, man. I recently watched The Son of Batman and <sighs> uh, Robin versus Batman or Batman versus Robin, uh-huh. mm-hmm. the Damien thing. Yeah, uh, so it was the, ba- the Damien storyline basically. They're both kind of weak. The Son of Batman was especially weak. They they made up for Batman versus Robin, but they really like 
fucked up the Court of Owls storyline. Oh, yeah, they did. They didn't do the Talons any kind of justice. No. no. Speaking of that, did you read We Are Robin? No. Wait. That's the Robin War that's going on right now, right? Yeah. yeah. No, I didn't see the finale. I think that's what I missed. Um, I told you I'm missing a bunch of books. Yeah, you need to read that. It's it's interesting the way it ends. Court of Owls involved? Yeah. Oh, shit. Aren't they always involved? Wait a minute. I did see something with them in it. Ah, oh, crap. Read Batman and Robin? Eternal? Uh-huh. Man, I'm all confused now. Too many damn Robin books. <laughs> <laughs> they both have something to do with Court of Owls, but uh, it's it's pretty interesting. You, you need to check it out. It's been so long because I remember, I remember something going on with the Owls. I remember the Court Yeah. So huh. Yeah, I have to go back. Basically, in We Are Robin, um, Damian Wayne joins the Talons. Which in happens or, in the movie. In order to save... No, I mean, he... he Becomes a full fledged member of the court. Oh, nice! In nice. order to save all the other Robins. As a kid, who, he's a still kid. a twelve year old yeah. kid. And then in Batman and Robin Eternal, Grayson is put in the same position where he has to join them. Originally, so. Grayson was supposed to be recruited as Talon, though, right? Yeah, yeah. But I remember that for the Nightwing comic. Pretty badass, man. So you now got Nightwing and Damien, two clear badasses. I mean, I think they're almost equal. Um, Grayson's better, though. It's pretty interesting. Well, is Damien's not afraid to kill. Grayson's more reserved. Yeah, but they fought against each other once. Has the same same hangups that Batman has. He just doesn't kill people unless it's absolutely necessary. Right. He's not Red Hood. Yeah. <laughs> Red Hood's the best. Love Red Hood. <laughs> Todd kicks. I li- ass. actually like the first two trades of uh, the Red Hood and the Outlaws. Uh-huh. I mean, they did made a uh, Starfire a little bit hoey, but other than that, it was good. Yeah. So Red Hood's your number one, Robin. Todd. Um, Came back from the dead, yo. Fuck yeah. For revenge. Damn straight. I, I still think Grayson's my number one, Robin. Because he's a ridge. But you, what do you, go? you got Grayson, Todd, Damien, Red Drake. Robin, <laughs> Drake. <laughs> Drake's definitely like at the bottom. The girl? The girl's the lowest one? I'd put... Harper Row. I'd put... Well, Harper's not a bat, uh, uh, Robin. Uh, no, what is she? She's a... Uh, Wait, Drake, no. uh, Tim Drake becomes... Uh, talking about Carrie Kelly. I'd yeah. put Carrie Kelly above Tim Drake. Tim Drake comes out as uh, Red Robin at the end anyway. Yeah. After he grows up. Yeah. Which is lame anyway. Well, they all have new personas as they get older. Yeah. Yeah. He's they just got to fill out Batman's pedophile needs to have a child next door. It's just Grayson nice. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Kevin Smith and Jeff Johns will talk about that on the special. I'm sure this is going to be the first thing they talk about. <laughs> Batman just loves little boys. Wow. <laughs> That's the Joker. <laughs> no, that's, Joker just likes killing little boys. That's the Joker in him. <laughs> he, he just likes Todd. <laughs> oh, yeah, he does. He oh, liked God. him so much, put a crowbar up his ass, basically. Mm. Madness is taking a turn. So moving on, moving on to TV. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, or, I mean, moving on to movies. Uh, so the Gambit movie is apparently still happening. Of course. Channing Tatum. He's going to dance his yeah, way he's into on the magazine cover of Vanity, right? Or something like that. Uh, filming is supposed to begin in March in Louisiana. Is he going to cut his hair? Have you seen his hair? I'd imagine he has to. Oh my god, cut his hair? Yeah, have you seen? Okay, he just he has his hair like he looks weird. Looks Does he like, have long hair? No, he looks like one of the three Stooges. Looks like Mo. He's got hair. Uh, seriously, it's bad. I haven't seen it. No, it's definitely not the right style for Gambit. They're gonna have to at least style it. It's not the right style for an actor like that. <laughs> he, he looks like a dork. Yeah, I don't think he's the right casting choice for Gambit. Oh, he definitely wasn't. No, it's really weird. But although in Hateful Eight, he did do the Louisiana accent pretty good. That's true. Maybe that's why. Is Gambit going to dance? <laughs> Instead of explosive items. <laughs> but no, he can he can do flips and stuff. So maybe that's why. Why? I mean, he's uh, Channing Tatum is very athletic. He can do jumps and sure. flips. And, maybe honestly, that's why. I so maybe Gambit's going to do the full. Taylor Kitsch was a great choice. Oh, I liked him, yeah. It's just that the movie was shitty. Yes. 
and the Don't directing on it was bad. I would have loved to see Taylor Kitsch back as Gambit. Yeah, that would have been great. But <laughs> I, I, I think Taylor Kitsch, though, is to stay away from anything big budget or something like when that. When I was on vacation a couple weeks ago, I went up to Austin to visit one of our friends. Uh-huh. And he, he had to babysit his daughter, so we couldn't really go out and do a whole lot. But we walked in, and we sat down on the couch, and he turned on Wolverine Origins, that bastard. <laughs> nice! <laughs> That's awesome! He's like, I know you love this movie. And I was like, come on, man. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> the best was, part was Deadpool came out. No. <laughs> <laughs> Don't, but be no, a, don't be a dick. Well, I'm thinking with Channing Tatum's athletic ability that they may try to do a lot more crazy stuff with Gambit. Uh, they, they Channing might. Tatum is a good actor. I just when you think of Gambit, I don't think of I him. don't think of Channing Tatum. Yeah, no. no, I get you. But I also said the same shit about Heath Ledger though, and that proved me completely wrong. And Ben Affleck, and Ben Affleck's looking to be a good Batman so far. Yeah, I know. You're making Bruce Wayne kind of hard. I looked at you know because we see Bruce Wayne looking up to like, damn, Bruce Wayne looks kind of tough. I kind of like that. He's swole. It'll be interesting to see if he can pull off Gambit. But we'll see. He is a beloved character by a lot of people. He is. He definitely Just think is. if he does. <laughs> uh, so moving on, uh, Creed director Ryan Coogler has been hired to direct the Black Panther movie. You know, okay. A lot of people were pushing for that, so that's kind of cool. Yeah, I just hope uh, he can balance out that uh, Marvel, he- heavy-handed of the Marvel people. Yeah. Because with Creed, he had pretty much free reign to do what he wants since he wrote the movie. And same thing with Fruitville Station. So maybe Michael B. Jordan will get a role nice. in Black Panther. Maybe. That'd be cool. Maybe T'Challa's brother or something. Maybe. Possibly. Did Black Panther have a brother? Uh, he had a sister for sure. Mm-hmm. He might have had a brother at some point. Oh, no. Continuity on Black Panther is kind of weird. No. So I'm, I'm not 100% sure. I can't wait to see it. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. We'll see how he does in Avengers first, or Civil War first, though. I, he I've looks never, badass in the trailer. Yeah, I've never been a real big Black Panther fan, but now, here racist. lately. No. <laughs> It goes both ways, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I never knew much about him, but I actually like the guy. I think he's pretty cool looking. All right, let's uh, move on. Uh, So, Deadpool. I'm excited about this. No shit. It gets an R rating. Yeah, you. We know. Wasn't that kind of obvious though? Like the first trailer, did he drop like a couple F's? (laughs) It it should have been obvious. Yeah, but there was still speculation on whether or not they were going to try to. Make it PG thirteen. Did you to, hear about uh, the petitions? Uh, parents is putting out to, to do it, make it a PG thirteen. Uh, apparently, a woman who used to work for Marvel and Boom and a bunch of other places named Grace Rudolph, she launched a Change dot org petition to get a PG thirteen version of the film made because her eight year old son wants to see it, and she doesn't think it's right that they're making a superhero movie that kids can't see. He's not a freaking superhero, you jack! Oh my god, freaking morons! He's a freaking merc. Technically. Okay, so now he's a fucking Avenger. Who gives a shit? But he was a killer. <laughs> no, but in the trailer, they call him a superhero. They That's fucking lame. They if, if they just... change that shit to PG-13, well, somebody, not, she, needs, somebody she needs... She doesn't want to change it. She wants them to make a second version of the film. It's not going to be funny. It's going to be as bad as Wolverine Origins. I agree. I think it's absolutely ridiculous. Just call it shit pool. I think there it's, it is. I think it's perfectly fine to do things that are just for adults, just like it's perfectly fine to do things that are primarily for kids. Right. Deadpool is certainly something that should be just for adults. It will on every comic it says mature. Yes. So and if your kid's too fucking stupid to go see it and understand it's a goddamn movie, then fuck you and your kid. Yeah, I'm hating a lot today. Okay, I'll <laughs> piece. I mean, seriously, it's a damn movie. Yeah, but parents don't like their kids to see rated. My parents didn't give a fuck. Like I saw rated R movies since I can remember. I took my little girl to see Gladiator. She turned out fine. I, I do think it's funny that uh, they're trying to trick people into seeing the movie oh yeah i love the the dramatic <laughs> comedies uh-uh. or drama romance so trailers they released like a, a romantic trailer of deadpool where it's all the scenes of him with marina bakaran 
talking about, I have cancer and I'm going to have to go in for this special treatment. And, oh, yeah, I did see this. Uh, they're making it look like a love story. <laughs> and then, like, the, tr- the, the imagery they're putting out is all, like, it looks like a, a, a poster for The Notebook. It says Deadpool and it has, like, a picture of him kissing her with, like, a heart around him and stuff. And it says, coming this Valentine's Day, a, a love story for the ages or something. They're trying to convince women to go and see it with their men on Valentine's Day. There was, there was a thing on Reddit where uh, some guy's girlfriend says, my girlfriend saw this trailer and she wants to see this movie. Thank you, Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> That's freaking awesome. I think it's really funny. Uh, they keep doing such interesting things with Have the promotion of this the, movie. Have you seen the emoji poster? Yeah. Where it's like the skull, the poop, and the L? Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Somebody was complaining about that, too. Really? Who complained oh, about that? It was on Facebook. Somebody complained. Get a damn grip! Because of the poop? Yeah, the poop and the... It's like... It's an emoji. People are stupid, dude. Seriously. I'm so sick and freaking tired of this. They sell, like, happy poops in the mall. Like, mm-hmm. stuffed happy poops. What can I say, man? What can I say about this world? People are crazy? People are ignorant. Oh, that too. Tell it like it is, Justin. You said you're going to be straight talking it in 2016. Oh, you're right. Well, I, say it. I, I want to hear it. I didn't have anything to add. Oh, okay. I'm just, I'm just agreeing <laughs> with you. <He's> <laughs> They don't see your head nodding. You're right, damn it. You're right. Thank you. That's what I wanted to hear. He just wants you to get amped up is what it is. You heard it, America. I am right. It happens once a year. Yay. <laughs> this is it for 2016. Uh, downhill the rest of the way. <laughs> it's only January, what, 17th? Kiss my ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So moving on. And this one's actually related to comical podcast, movie news. Uh, what? Ish. I'm in a movie? Uh the Russo brothers, yeah, of, of big fame. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Their next project after Infinity War is a movie about us. Star Wars, probably is a movie written by somebody we've interviewed on this show. Movie based on a comic written by somebody we've interviewed on this show. Kyle Starks. They're making Sex Castle. They're making Sex Castle into a movie. No fucking way. Yes. Oh, freaking awesome! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, just got a boner. <laughs> I think that's amazing. Oh, the whole time I was reading that book, I was like, "This would make the greatest movie ever." We told him that. We told him that. We talked to him, and I'm so happy it's happening, and I'm so happy that those guys are behind it because they have some real pull. So it's gonna happen. Freaking a! The real question is whether or not they can get Kurt Russell to play the lead. <laughs> oh, that'd be so awesome, man! Oh, that'd be great. Oh wow, that's that's really like yeah. I know, but doesn't like the Sex Castle look like blatantly like Snake Plissken? Oh yes, that's yeah. that's the point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think they could do that. He ma- he even makes a joke about Snake Plissken in the in the story. Yeah, like, so I don't think they can get Kurt Russell playing Sex Castle. Awesome. Yeah, absolutely, it'd be like so such a meta joke to get Kurt Russell to play him. But how awesome if they could get all the other guys who looked like the guys in the book. Oh yeah, that you know, like the Expendables type movie. He could so. Oh my god, that'd be so freaking awesome. Well, Dolph Lundgren ain't doing anything. Steven Seagal. Danny Trejo could definitely be in there. Oh, my gosh. Dude, I would seriously fall out of my... I would go see that movie like two, three times. (laughs) That'd be awesome. If if they do this right, I could see this being like my favorite action movie. I know, right? It's like, I love the comics so much. Oh, we got to get him back on now. Uh, We definitely have to. (laughs) But I I thought that was amazing news. Freaking awesome. Um, So, moving on to the next thing. Maybe we can get a bit part. (laughs) Seems unlikely, but we could try. Can I get my neck broken? (laughs) That'd be awesome. Um, So... Another piece of interesting movie news. Uh, there's a movie coming out called 10 Cloverfield Lane on March 11th, which is a... An Irish movie? Weird sequel to the Cloverfield yeah, it's movie. It's like a quasi-sequel. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was an Irish Nobody movie. knew anything about it, and then J.J. Yeah, J. J. Yeah, was, it was like, like a secret movie. Hey, this movie's coming out. <laughs> they pulled a uh, Joss Whedon when it, he was filming a much of a do-about-nothing kind of deal. It looks huh. pretty interesting. Like, I was a huge fan of the first Cloverfield movie. I know you were too. Yeah, first. I liked it a lot. Uh, you've never seen the whole thing all the way through, right? No, I got sick. But this has John Goodman. 
mm-hmm. and Mary Elizabeth Weinstead, who I like a lot. So yeah, you I'm, like her, huh? Oh, she's a great actress. I've seen her in a lot of horror movies. She's another scream queen. I can only think of her one horror movie she was in. She's in Black uh, Black Christmas. She was in. Really? Uh, yeah, she gets killed in her. She I can only think of her in again. the Thing remake. That's the only uh, thing I can think no, of. No, she was also in. Have you seen uh, Black Christmas? No, oh, I've seen the original. You got to watch the remake. It's great. She was in something else. I may be wrong, but I thought that's the one she was in. But uh, she was also in Die Hard. Yeah, I know she plays John McClane's son. Yeah. Her da- what? Her daughter. Whoa! It's a different movie. Man, she's pretty talented. <laughs> no, but she's listed as Scream Queen. Uh, they classify her as a Scream Queen. Huh. Interesting. I know she was in Scott Pilgrim. Mm-hmm. She is hot, though. She's a great actress. Yeah. She doesn't hurt the eyes, either. <laughs> well, anyways, the plot looks kind of interesting. I mean, <laughs> yeah, let's talk about the plot. <laughs> they're, they're trapped down in this bunker. Yeah. Whoa! You know, there's like a rumbling going on. It's like an earthquake. Yeah. You know, luckily, none of them are taking a piss while it happens. Exactly. Uh, piss on the wall. <laughs> like, wait, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> but you see like images of her chained to the wall. And, like, no, that wasn't her chained to the wall. It was a knee brace of some sort. Right, so, but there's the hand. You see the handcuffs around her leg in one of the scenes. I guess I didn't pay attention to that. Yeah, and yeah, that's why she attention. <laughs> that's why she's limping. I think it looks like John Goodman chained her up at some point to try to keep her in there. Yeah, and then he's forcing everybody to try to live like a family in this bunker. Well, it almost seems like he's holding them hostage. Yeah, my interpretation of uh, the trailer is that this takes place immediately the exact same time as Cloverfield, the first one. So I'm pretty sure that either there are family members or something like that, or they somehow got stuck together, and the alien crashes, and he's like, fuck, we gotta go to my bunker, and he gets them all in there, and now they just drop the, it's at the end of Cloverfield where they drop the bomb on the monster, and I think she's trying to get out, I guess. It takes place during the same time, is my, my theory. Yeah. I hope not, because that, she walks out, dies, it's over. <laughs> the interesting thing, though, is... Or it could be a prequel to Fallout. The logo. Wow. The logo for it. The line that goes all the way down makes it look like there's something cut, like there's something coming from underground right next to the bunker. Really? I gotta look at that again. Uh, that's that's what it looks like to me. I thought it was just like the stairway to go down to the bunker. That's why. No, I there's, there's the line in the um, in the tin that goes all the way through, like right next to the bunker, all the way down. Hmm. And I, I feel like that was done purposefully. Maybe. So I, it wouldn't surprise me. But it's called like Ten Cloverfield Lane. Yeah. So it's like a street. I don't know. Underneath there's a lagoon. And a barman is coming out. Yeah. <laughs> barman the movie. We got to make that happen. <laughs> I think they made that movie already. Nice. <laughs> no, it looks pretty interesting. I, I don't think it's going to be all that camera crap, so I can probably watch this one without getting this sick. This one does look more like a normal. And no name director, movie. too. I've never heard of that director. Yeah. But they like listing him as top bill credit, like film by whatever writer. Mm-hmm. Fuck, I don't know who that is. <laughs> Hey, but I could watch a John Goodman movie. I like John Goodman. Sure. I watch pretty much anything John Goodman would make at least once. Yeah. I feel like I need to watch Cloverfield again. <laughs> I'd be down for that. I can't watch it. Yeah, you could. You want to do a Clockwork Orange you could, on you, could, you, could watch it, you could watch it on a small TV. Uh-huh. You can't watch it on like an IMAX because that, that's what made you motion sick. Right? Yeah. If you watch it at home, you can always like look away. Look away! <laughs> All Is right. it like them running around with a handy cam? Is that what makes it motion sickness? Right? Yeah. I had problems. You look like you're like getting scared when you said that. Like, oh, no, yes. <laughs> I get the shakes. Some flashbacks of the dog crop dusting him. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then the very last piece of news, which is not that exciting, I guess. Uh, Connie Nelson, who's in Gladiator, has been cast as Hippolyta in the Wonder Woman movie. Who? Okay, so we were uh, Connie Nelson. Who's that? She's the sister. She was the sister in Gladiator. That wanted to. No, who's she in Wonder Woman? Hippolyta, uh, Wonder Woman's mom. Oh. Yeah. 
So are they going to go with, like, she molded her out of sand storyline? Dude, I have no idea which storyline they're going to go with. Because <laughs> that's, like, that's the Wonder Woman storyline I know. Wonder Woman! I know a few months ago we, we got some news that they were considering Nicole Kidman for the role. Oh, yeah. And we talked about that. That would have been weird. That would have been weird. This is, this is actually much better, I think. At least she kind of looks a little bit like Gal Gadot a little bit. Yeah. She's older, too. Well, Nicole Kidman's not old? <laughs> she still looks fairly young. Yeah. Nicole Kidman looks young to you? Well, she doesn't look like she's in her 60s. She looks like she's <laughs> in her 40s, maybe. And that chick from Gladiator does? She looks older than Nicole Kidman. Yeah, oh, she's okay. kind of rough. It's all that crack. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, that's it for news, guys. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> uh, I, you got anything else you want to talk about? Uh, no, no. Actually, there is one thing. I, I don't know if you guys saw this yet, but I saw a really awesome fan film. Uh, that I think you would totally enjoy. It's Ash versus Lobo in the Marvel Zombies universe. I saw somebody post that, yeah. I posted that okay. on Facebook. It's fucking great. I'll have to check it out. And like they, the Evil Dead book has turned everybody into zombies. And uh, he starts off in the Evil Dead... Uh, Ash starts off in the uh, Marvel side of the universe, gets sucked through the portal, ends up on the DC side. And now uh, he's trying to save everybody on the planet and green arrow shows up batman shows up lobo shows up green lantern shows up it's great is it skinny lobo or fat lobo because that will determine whether we watch it or not it is a big lobo he is like it looks like a pretty buff big dude faker does, Fake does, lobo. does he have his hook yes he's hooking he's hooking <laughs> i'm on board and yeah. he, has, he has the big fangs and the cigar and all that shit nice yeah we'll check that out so for a while i thought he said ass versus lobo never heard of ass but Ash, yeah, Ashy, yeah. Ashley Williams. <laughs> Ash versus Lobo would have been pretty interesting too. <laughs> Lobo That's one movie I wonder if they ever get the guts to make. It's got a hook and ass, like a Lobo movie. Uh, it's I, been in like developmental hell forever. I, I think it really depends on how things like Suicide Squad do. Fat Lobo or Skinny Lobo? It would have to it be have like, to be Fat Lobo. There's way more material to draw for. Draw or for it would be like a middle ground, like something like the size of Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Well, when we say fat or skinny, there's like two different Lobos. Yeah, Fat Lobo's the there's, fake one. There's there's Fat Lobo, who's the old one who we're familiar with pre-New 52, and there's Skinny Lobo, who's a completely different Lobo, who's the real Lobo, who we f- meet in the New 52. He's a bad He's a mother. pretty boy. He's a bad. I haven't seen that Lobo, oh. then. They're both badasses. They're oh. both total badasses. Yeah, but Skinny Lobo, I think he's more vicious. Yeah, he's way more vicious. I could totally see Lobo being like a one-off movie like they did with Dread. Yeah. Mr. I Am The Law. Well, they're trying to make <laughs> Dread into a Netflix series, too. Dude, that'd be amazing. I know. I, I saw that petition for that. I really would love to see a Dread Netflix series. Who's going to play Dread? Carl Urban. I'd rather see Stallone come back. <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> I am the law. <laughs> I am the law. <laughs> Although I do, I hope he wins for Best Supporting Actor. He was great in Creed. He was yeah. great in Creed. All right. Well, that's pretty much it, guys. Uh, I want to remind everybody to follow us on our social media. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash comical podcast. On Twitter, I am at comical podcast. Uh, and thanks, everybody, for following me, because I just hit 5,000 followers today. Whoop, whoop. Woo. What? Yep. Hang on. That's a travesty. <laughs> you can follow me at Comical Podcast 2. Like, the number two? Yes, the number two. Okay. And uh, <laughs> you can... number two work for? <laughs> <laughs> Not I. Uh, you can find me on the Metal Geeks Podcast, at Metal Geeks Everything, Facebook, Instagram, and uh, Twitter. And you can hear our, me, Carrie, and Dave talk about nonsense and geekery and... Sometimes metal. They'll pick out a crappy metal song for me to listen to, and I'll tell them how much I hate it. <laughs> I try to introduce a segment in here, George Hates Women, but he wouldn't go for it. 
You know, you should you should do a George hates comics segment on here. Nice. <laughs> just make you read stuff. Yeah, just make me read really shitty comics. I'm like, God damn, this fucking sucks. <laughs> there you go. We can make that happen. new segment. <laughs> you can just be like the traveling podcaster and go to different shows. And That's be exactly. Like, what do you it. want me to hate today, guys? I'll be the hater of every comical <laughs> podcast or every show. But see, then you can go back and really rub it in your boy's grill. And like, I'm on two shows, man. I'm the I'm the bomb. What do you got? Well, he already has two shows. Yeah, but you're on two different types of shows. There you go. See, He's also on two different types. Doesn't matter. You're wanted. <laughs> I'm funny, is what I'll say. That's right. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not really that funny. <laughs> you're pretty funny. Oh, thank you. All right. Anyways, uh, also don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes or SoundCloud or Stitcher. And if you enjoy the show, please leave us a five star review. And uh, that's pretty much it, guys. So you want to close this out, George? Do it metal. Metal. Down I can't. Metal. I have a really metal. shitty voice right now. Metal. Like that's about as go. close as that's, I can that's get. good. That's good. Yeah. Now say our saying. Uh, Keep on laughing, bitches. I don't know. Does that, <laughs> Does that work? That works. That was I pretty metal. <laughs> <laughs>